0: Hello everybody and welcome to Next Level Outreach. My name is Larry Williams.
1: My name is Joshua Taylor.
0: And we are here live from Tampa, Florida at Victory Tabernacle United Pentecostal Church. And this is Next Level Outreach. We are here to inspire, inform, and empower you to become a better soul winner. And like we ask every week, When was the last time that you personally won a soul? When was the last time that you personally went out and did the will of God? That's why we're here. We're here to keep you inspired for that great commission to go out and teach all men how to be saved. We want to see everyone do that, and we want to see God move in an extra spectacular way. Well, we just finished our first series on goals, and we're excited and starting our new series on the soul winners prayer life, which is so essential to us seeing God move the way that he wants to move. We have to know that we have to seriously pray for people to before we can actually see God move in our soul winning life. I heard this quote and it said this. It said, don't talk to men about God before you talk to God about men. And that is so true. A lot of times we want to go out and go and tell so many people about God. But when was the last time we actually sat down and talked to God about men and talked to him and and asked him to really lead us and guide us where we need to go? See, there's this supernatural element to soul winning that's so important if you really want to be successful. And that's really what we want to talk about today and throughout these um, these four series. The first thing that we're going to talk about, though, today is what we like to call intercession. And we're really going to deal with this term and see if we can unravel what the real what the real meaning is behind intercession. Josh, why don't you tell us the definition for intercession?
1: Yes, the intercession. uh, This is from the Webster Merriam Dictionary to intercede means to intervene between parties with a view to reconcile differences. Mm. So the view is to reconcile differences. And with prayer and intercession with us as the people of God, we're here to reconcile the difference. We're here to reconcile men back to God and God back to men. A holy God to a sinful people. Mm -hmm. It's our job as those people who've been called out of darkness into marvelous light to bring those people From the darkness into the light. Mm -hmm. Out of the kingdom of the devil to the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And God is going to use us and we're going to talk about how we can help you do that today.
0: Amen. Well, um, in 1 Timothy chapter 2, in verse number 1, this is the Apostle Paul speaking. And he says, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, Mm -hmm. and giving of thanks be made for all men. So he was letting um, these people know, he was letting Timothy know that we have to um, really go before God for all men and that we ought to intercede. We ought to go and tell God, listen, I want to see people get saved. And God is really interested in us doing that. A lot of times God can do things for us that we can't do for ourselves. We might have great personalities. We may have, you know, um, a great way of persuading people. We may have good tactics. We might know a lot of Bible, but the main thing is that supernatural element being led by the spirit of God and having us help, uh, having him help us to reach our goals. The Bible says that we are fellow laborers with God, basically meaning that we are laborers together with him. We aren't doing it by ourselves. We are out there with God and God is helping us to win souls. So it's really important that we um, grasp that. And um, and understand that And the scripture I just read, it says um, that, first of all, before we get to um, before we get to ministry, before we get to any uh, any of those things, before we do all these things that we're supposed to do, we have to pray first. We can't just go out and win souls without praying. It's so important that we really pray and, and, and touch God and and see God move before we even go out there. So we know that God is with us. Why don't you touch on this scripture a little bit, Josh?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Intercessions and prayers. Um, God was really dealing with me earlier this morning about that. And and, uh, just go forward. I normally have a spot where I go on campus to pray. And God was just really dealing with me. Um, I listened to a message by Vesta Mangan. uh, Because of the times, and if anyone knows Vesta Mangan, you know that she's a mighty prayer warrior and an extreme intercessor. Mm -hmm. And... uh, she called forth a challenge. Her message title was Weepers and Warriors. Mm-hmm. And she mentioned Nehemiah, how he wept over the city before he went to build the city. When he heard mm-hmm. that uh, the city was in ruins, <clears throat> his heart cried out to God. And he, he asked the Lord to help him to rebuild that city. He cried out for that city. He, he didn't want to see his city and ruins. He didn't want to see his cities in shambles without God and have the people say, where is their God? Uh, and that's the same feeling we ought to have um, for the people that are around us. Jesus loves every soul um, that we see. And it should be a, a burning desire in our hearts to go and reach them, mm-hmm. to go pray for them, to go intercede for them uh, and, and ask God to save their souls, ask God to use us, Mm -hmm. that we can rebuild the city, that we could be used as those vessels um, where God could use a healing to show that there is a God. Mm. On a college campus, there's constant questioning, is there a God, is there a God, is there a God, And, and always doubt and unbelief that's all over a college campus. But when there's a notable miracle that takes place, Mm -hmm. There is no doubting at that point. Everybody will know and will see the power of God and know that there is a God. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm looking forward to doing. I'm looking forward to praying for that campus and praying that God would show a notable miracle that there is a God still here. And that's going to come through us interceding and uh, being relentless uh, in prayer.
0: Absolutely. And we want to give some real practical examples of how intercession will help you in your, um, in your ministry in winning souls. Um, one example is there's a, uh, a lady at our church. Uh, I'm not going to put her name out on the podcast, but, um, she's talked about how she's consistently prayed for her grandfather, um, how she's constantly going before the Lord and saying, God, I want my grandfather to be saved. God, I want, I want to see my family saved. And I know just like a lot of us, um, who are saved and listening to this podcast, all of us, we're not born apostolic or born in the church, but we came out of um, a sinful place and, and, and some of our family may still be uh, out of the church. And we we would want to see our family saved. We want to see our, um, our siblings, our parents, our grandparents to be saved. But this particular um, lady has been praying and praying for her grandfather until just recently we got word that she prayed for her grandfather and he received the the Holy Ghost he she prayed for her him specifically and he received the Holy Ghost so it tells me that intercession really does work intercession when we begin to pray for people specifically by name people that we care about people that we really want to see God save that God will answer that prayer and i know sometimes it may seem burdensome to you know, I've been praying for this person for years and years, but there's plenty of stories out there of people who've been praying for people, but they they did not give up. They didn't give in, but and eventually God answered and we saw the miracle happen. So I think it's just really, um, it, it's real telling to us that when we consistently go before the Lord and pray for these people, that God will give us that harvest. But it starts, everything starts in prayer. Why don't you touch on that a little bit, Josh?
1: Yeah, um, I know this uh, young lady as well who prayed for her grandfather. And it was a real testimony. She was crying and she was uh, rejoicing when she saw that her grandfather received the Holy Ghost. She was the one that prayed him through to the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And so that's what uh, God is going to do through you. Whoever you are listening, God is going to use you, use your hands to help pray and transfer faith. Where people can receive the Holy Ghost, it can be notable healings, mm-hmm. and you'll rejoice because you prayed for that beforehand, and you prayed for God to move through you. And so we're gonna go uh on into our second example here, um about the power of intercession.
0: Right, and this is a scriptural example from Exodus thirty-two, and in Exodus thirty-two we see that Israel is in a very um tough situation with God. God was pretty much fed up with the way that Israel was acting. He was very just, um, he was upset. He was saying, you know what? These are stiff-necked people. They don't want to listen. Every time I tell them to do one thing, they do another. And he was just very fed up until he eventually told Moses, you know what? I'm getting ready to get rid of them. And I'm going to make a new nation out of you. But Moses gets into the intercession role. He realized that, you know what? I mean, I know that these people are, are, are far from God. I know that they're not doing everything right, but I don't want God to wipe them out. I am going to intercede for them. And that was really God praying through Moses. See, a lot of times we feel like we're, you know, we're fighting against God. No, God is looking for those people. God, in one scripture, it says that he was looking for an intercession center, intercessor, but he couldn't find one. He wanted somebody to, express mercy towards the people. He doesn't want anybody to perish. The Bible says he doesn't want anyone to perish, but for all to come to repentance. But we have to be the ones that say, you know what? I'm going to intercede for my family. I'm going to intercede for my neighbors. I'm going to intercede for my coworkers. I'm going to intercede for all the people that are in my life, my friends, people that I knew before I got saved. I want to intercede for them because I want to see them get saved. But that's what happened with Moses. And he eventually gets the attention of God and, and and God answered his prayer. God didn't destroy the people of Israel. So it shows that when we're persistent and we get in the face of God, we go before the throne of grace boldly. God responds um, in, in a good way. God wants you to challenge him that way because he wants to see, are you do you really care about them? Do you really care? See, we can talk to them about God and everything. But our prayer life determines if we really care about them because it's us going before God, telling God, no, you can't give us more time. Let us reach them, um, 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 draw their hearts to you. So we have to just be persistent in showing God we want people to get saved and we want them to get delivered. Why don't you touch on that, Josh?
1: Absolutely. Moses is a prime example, as Larry was saying. And uh, we just have to continue praying. We really have to have a heart and a burden. Um there's only so much that can be said. It just really has to get in our heart mm-hmm. to pray. And uh, not to just pray a normal and ordinary prayer, but pray a fervent prayer. Yes. Sir. And continually pray a fervent prayer. Uh, the Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And we're going to talk about that in our next podcast. But just know that we intercession is, is the way that God has set up for people to be saved. It's the way for God to... Uh, use us as a part of the salvation process. Our mm-hmm. prayers are a part of the salvation plan that God has set up. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have a uh, challenge for you this week. Uh, Larry, want we'll to talk about that challenge.
0: Right. We're challenging you to find 10 people to personally intercede for this week. 10 people, I want you to write down their names, and I want you to go and, and pray for these people. Just anybody that God lays on your heart. Find people that you know that you have influence with. Find people that you really want to see saved. Find people that you want to witness to. And before you witness to them, why don't you go and pray for them first? Set that atmosphere of prayer. And then God might speak to you, tell you, well, you need to do this. You need to do that. God will give you direction. But first, start off everything in prayer before you do anything for God. Go ahead and pray about it first so that way God can give you that direction. Amen. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this, this podcast for today. We're glad that you're listening. Yeah. We're glad that it's a blessing. We want you to comment and and tell us what, what it is that's helping. If you have any testimonies from this, let us know so that way we can rejoice with you. And we just want to leave you blessed. And like we always say at the end of every podcast, Get them to the pool and get them to the pew. God bless you.